This is the Wikipedia page for Albert Hoffman. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. Albert Hoffman, uh, a lot of people really dig you. I myself have never tried LSD, but apparently uh, you have some fans. I don't think he can hear you because he's dead. But then maybe he can hear me if he's dead. Uh, I can't argue with that. Albert Hoffman, 11th of January, 1906 to 29th of April, 2008, was a Swiss chemist known best for being the first known person to synthesize, ingest, and learn of the psychedelic effects of lysergic acid dithylamide, LSD. Hoffman was also the first person to isolate, synthesize, and name the principal psychedelic mushroom compounds, psilocybin and psilocin. He authored more than 100 scientific articles and numerous books, including LSD, Mein Sorgenkind, LSD, My Problem Child. <laughs> In 2007, he shared first place with Tim Berners-Lee in a list of the 100 Greatest Living Geniuses published by the Daily Telegraph newspaper. Early Life and Education Albert Hoffman was born in Baden, Switzerland on the 11th of January, 1906. He was the first of four children to factory tool maker Adolf Hoffman and his wife Elizabeth, nay Schenk, and was baptized Protestant. When his father became ill, Hoffman obtained a position as a commercial apprentice in concurrence with his studies. At the age of 20, Hoffman began his chemistry degree at the University of Zurich, finishing three years later in 1929. Owing to his father's low income, Albert's godfather paid for his education. Coffin's main interest was the chemistry of plants and animals, and he later conducted important research on the chemical structure of the common animal substance, Cheetin, for which he received his doctorate with distinction in 1929. Way to go! And the godfather! Oh my gosh, stepping in to pay for the kids? Education? Wow. A real hero. Yeah, what a guy. Career. Regarding his decision to pursue a career as a chemist, Hoffman provided insight during a speech he delivered in 1996 Worlds of Consciousness Conference in Heidelberg, Germany. One often asks oneself what roles planning and chance play in the realization of the most important events in our lives. This career decision was not easy for me. I had already taken a Latin matricular exam and therefore a career in the humanities stood out most prominently in the foreground. Moreover, an artistic career was tempting. In the end, however, it was a problem of theoretical knowledge which induced me to study chemistry which was a great surprise to all who knew me. <laughs> Mystical experiences in childhood in which nature was altered in magical ways had provoked questions concerning the essence of the external material world and chemistry was the scientific field which might afford insights into this. <laughs> Discovery of LSD 
Hoffman became an employee of the pharmaceutical chemical department of Sandoz Laboratories, now a subsidiary of Novartis, located in Basel as a co-worker with Professor Arthur Stoll, founder and director of the pharmaceutical department. He began studying the medicinal plant Dremia maritima, squill, and the fungus ergo as part of a program to purify and synthesize active constituents for use as pharmaceuticals. His main contribution was to elucidate the chemical structure of the common nucleus of the siliglycosides, an active principle of Mediterranean squill. While researching lysergic acid derivatives, Hoffman first synthesized LSD on the 16th of November 1938. The main intention of the synthesis was to obtain a respiratory and circulatory stimulant, analeptic, with no effects on the uterus in analogy to nycthamide, which is also a diethylamide, by introducing this functional group to lysergic acid. It was set aside for five years until the 16th of April, 1943, when Hoffman decided to re-examine it. While resynthesizing LSD, he accidentally absorbed a small amount of the drug through his fingertips and discovered its powerful effects. Accidentally. Hmm. He described what he felt as being... Affected by a remarkable restlessness combined with a slight dizziness. At home, I lay down and sank into a not unpleasant intoxicated-like condition characterized by an extremely stimulated imagination. In a dreamlike state with eyes closed, I found the daylight to be unpleasantly glaring. I perceived an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of colors. After some two hours, this condition faded away. And then I had to get another hit, but the second one wasn't free. (laughs) Three days later, on the 19th of April, 1943, Hoffman intentionally ingested 250 micrograms of LSD. This day is now known as Bicycle Day, because he began to feel the effects of the drug as he rode home on a bike. This was the first intentional LSD trip. Hoffman continued to take small doses of LSD throughout much of his life and always hoped to find a use for it. In his memoir, he emphasized it as a sacred drug. I see the true importance of LSD in the possibility of providing material aid to meditation aimed at the mystical experience of a deeper, comprehensive reality. Further research. Hoffman later discovered 4-acetoxy-DET, a hallucinogenic tryptamine. He first synthesized 4-ACO-DET in 1958 in the Sandoz lab. Hoffman became director of Sandoz's natural products department and continued studying hallucinogenic substances found in Mexican mushrooms and other plants used by Aboriginal people there. This led to the synthesis of psilocybin, the active agent of many, quote, magic mushrooms. Hoffman also became interested in the seeds of the Mexican morning glory species, Turbina corambosa, which are called ololiki by natives. 
he was surprised to find the active compound of oloiqui erhine LSA lysergic acid amide to be closely related to LSD. It gave me an inner joy, an open-mindedness, a gratefulness, open eyes, an internal sensitivity for the miracles of creation. I think that in human evolution, it has never been as necessary to have this substance LSD. It is just a tool to turn us into what we are supposed to be. Albert Hoffman, speech on 100th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> In 1962, Hoffman and his wife, Anita Hoffman, traveled to southern Mexico to search for the plant Sca Maria Pastora, leaves of Mary the Shepherdess, later known as Salvia divinorum. He was able to obtain samples of this plant, but never succeeded in identifying its active compound, which has since been identified as Salvinorian A. In 1963, Hoffman attended the annual convention of the World Academy of Arts and Sciences, WAAS, in Stockholm. Later years. Hoffman, interviewed shortly before his 100th birthday, called LSD medicine for the soul and was frustrated by the worldwide prohibition of it. It was used very successfully for 10 years in psychoanalysis, he said adding that the drug was misused by the counterculture of the 1960s and then criticized unfairly by the political establishment of the day. He conceded that it could be dangerous if misused because a relatively high dose of 500 micrograms will have an extremely powerful psychoactive effect, especially if administered to a first-time user without adequate supervision. Uh, and now hallucinogens are making a major comeback in the therapy world. Right on, hallucinogenic. In December 2007, Swiss medical authorities allowed psychotherapist Peter Gasser to perform psychotherapeutic experiments on patients suffering from terminal stage cancer and other terminal diseases. Completed in 2011, these represent the first study of the therapeutic effects of LSD on humans in 35 years. Other studies had examined the drug's effects on consciousness and body. Hoffman acclaimed the study and reiterated his belief in LSD's therapeutic benefits. In 2008, Hoffman wrote to Steve Jobs asking him to support this research. It is not known if Jobs responded. The Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, MAPS, MAPS, has supported psychoanalytic research using LSD, carrying on Hoffman's legacy and setting the groundwork for future studies. Hoffman was to speak at the World Psychedelic Forum from 21 to 24th of March 2008, but had to cancel because of ill health. Yeah, that's right when he died. Citation needed. Citation needed! Hoffman was a longtime friend and correspondent of German author and entomologist Ernst Junger, whom he met in 1949. Junger experimented with LSD with Hoffman in 1970. Junger published a book of his experiences taking several types of drugs, approaches, drugs, and intoxication. German, Anaheringen, Drogen und Rausch. I mean, I don't know German really any, but I did live in Germany for a while, so I, I like I, I can read it okay. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is, is hilarious to listen to you read it. 
archives. After retiring from Sandoz in 1971, Hoffman was allowed to take his papers and research home. He gave his archives to the Albert Hoffman Foundation, a Los Angeles-based nonprofit, but the documents mostly sat in storage for years. The archives were sent to the San Francisco area in 2002 to be digitized, but the process was never completed. In 2013, the archives were sent to the Institute of Medical History in Bern, Switzerland, where they are currently being organized. Hoffman felt that everyone should try his drug. Why did they just throw that sentence on at the end? Hoffman felt that everyone should try his drug. Oh, I think that's why they're trying to preserve these papers. But it's so funny that nobody actually digitizes them. They just keep passing them around and nobody's finishing it. Nobody wants to evangelize LSD. Death. Hoffman died at the age of 102 from a heart attack on the 29th of April, 2008 in Switzerland. Honors and awards. The Swiss Federal Institute of Technology, ETH Zurich, honored him with the DSC Honoris Causa in 1969, when I was born, together with Gustav Gwinneller, his brother-in-law, in 1971. The Swedish Pharmaceutical Association granted him the Skili Award, which commemorates the skills and achievements of the Swedish Pomerania chemist and pharmacist Carl Wilhelm Skeely. This is great because I feel like this guy was so in touch to be an 80-year-old man in 2008 and to be talking about like existence and LSD. That drug definitely touched him and changed him (laughs) and made him its own. I'm glad he had such a good trip, and I'm glad he practiced poor laboratory safety and ingested his chemical. His picture of him in 2006 looks like he is so high. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the inventor of LSD looking high in his picture is not a huge surprise, but it's still really funny. (laughs) This guy invented (laughs) microdosing. Yeah, he did. And macro dosing, probably, too. Yeah, true that. This has been the Wikipedia page for Albert Hoffman. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. If you have a Wikipedia page that you'd like us to read, please let us know. 